Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao on another regular Thursday live stream. And as Ro mentioned on the pre-show, still no Roma ASH dahil yung labarkads nyo. May pasok as in face-to-face. So for the next few weeks or months, however long yung semester sa CEU, nakalimutan na namin, he won't be joining us muna. So and everyone in the chat. Sorry, Chino, what? Sino nasagasaan? Nasagasaan Wala, din siya ng... Hindi. Nasagasaan din siya ng CEU train. The, st- ah. the, the dentistry express. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. I was about to say na sobrang swerte natin na si Ilya Dragunov gets to remain as Ilya Dragunov. So at least that's one name on our intro na hindi kailangan palitan. That is true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. If you haven't, that is true. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that yet, like it's been out for a while. If you haven't listened to that yet, all you got to do is just search it, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, Ilya Dragunov. It's going to show up. It's the first thing that shows up. It's a quick interview. It's also with Matt Riddle. Pero yeah. goes, yeah. Kasi yung pretty deadly, hindi napalitan yung pangalan. Yeah. Eh. So, it's still, I mean, yeah. Ganun talaga. Ganun talaga. So, yeah, go check that out. It's one of our audio-only episodes on Spotify. We'd love for you to catch it. Anyway, uh, we have a lot on our menu for tonight. Uh, we have an item that literally kakadagdag lang right before we started. So, before we get to everything that we need to talk let's tell you about how you can join our growing wrestling, wrestling podcast patron community. Yeah. While Stan fixes his mic from that, here's how you can join our little Patreon community and be a part of the upcoming Extreme Rules Premium Live Event Viewing Party. It's in two weekends. It's going to be on October 9th. October 9th, yes. So that's a Sunday morning. And all you got to do to be a part of that is to subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast for as low as $5. It's getting kind of depressing to say this price because pahina na pahina ang peso against the dollar. Like today, it just really, it just hit you know, 58 point something. It's like 58 point 40 something pesos to $1. Nice. Yeah. And all you got, and Unity. when you, yeah, <laughs> bong bong pa, Unity pa. And then 
if you sign up, you get exclusive access to our Discord community where we talk about a lot of things under the sun, wrestling mostly. We talk about sports, video games, TV shows, sneakers, a whole bunch of different things with our friends. You can also get the chance to be a guest co-host if one of us or more of us go down for the sideline, uh, go down to the sidelines in a given week. So as uh, Emil here in the chat has experienced a few weeks ago, you also get exclusive review content from us about the weekly television shows Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, also MWF Action Novella, Care of Rowan, and live events and pay-per-views as well. As you can see here, you also get the chance to own your own Wrestling Wrestling Podcast merch. So patrons get dibs on one free shirt from this line of uh, merch. Uh, there, it also comes in a whole bunch of different colors as well, not just these, the ones you see here. And if we also do a pasabay from online stores like WWE Shop, Shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, Japan, Suplex from the UK, uh, you can also be a, a part of that as well. So again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as $5 or however much that costs now. If you really just, you know, if you just really like what we do and you're willing to support us, please do so if you can. Thank you. All right. Honestly, you guys, sa sobrang taas na ng peso exchange rate or sobrang baba na ng power of the peso, it's just, it just benefits you. <laughs> To join yeah, right now. Yeah. Diba? Nyo, mabayad nyo sa, yung ibabayad yeah. nyo sa shipping, dahil ang laki din ang titipit nyo, diba? Kung sumali kayo now, so join while you can. It's, it's like, bago pa umabot ng 60 yan, diba? It's so, like buying crypto or stocks. Just buy the exactly. dip. Exactly. Get on it. Get on it now. So sad. Perspective. Yay! <laughs> Okay, anyway, let's get back to the wrestling talk. Let's start off with the big news coming out of AEW Dynamite today. Soraya is back as in presumably an in-ring competitor. Uh, she's made her debut for AEW today. And this is a huge one. Probably the biggest get for AEW's women's division. And I don't think it needs to be explained just why this is a huge get. Yeah. A few weeks ago or a few months ago, we were talking about how AEW could get Sasha Banks and Naomi as well and have that be the biggest get for their women's division. But they didn't get Sasha, but this is as good as that as well. So as you all know, Paige hasn't wrestled for around, what, five or so years? But Yeah, almost five years. But she is still the mother of the current mainstream women's wrestling revolution slash evolution. So it's a big deal. And the fact that she appeared at the end of the women's championship match today on Dynamite kind of signifies that, okay, she's not here as a non-playable character or a manager or whatever. It looks like she's here to play. And she's uh, said, she's gone on record on an interview that uh, her neck feels fine after five years. Tapos, her dream match, one of her dream matches is Dr. Britt Baker DMD. So I think this is her cashing in that dream. And it's huge. They really have a big get here. And I hope that they kind of improve the way they book their women with this get. Ang concern ko lang dito is, yes, Ro mentioned her neck. She hasn't wrestled in quite some time, diba? May ilang years din siya hindi nag-wrestle. Five years, in fact, that hasn't been an in-ring competitor. So, I don't know how close we are to a CM Punk level of fitness here, wherein 
kaya ba niyang mag-wrestle in that capacity pero may injure lang siya after one match? Like, how healthy is Saraya right now? Diba? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really an in-ring competitor so hindi ko din masabi kung risky ba tong ginagawa niya. But her injury was so devastating that it was enough to put her on the sideline. So, ang worry ko lang dyan is the longevity of the wrestler involved, especially when it's somebody who is coming off an injury like uh, Soraya. Oh, fortunately for you, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. fortunately for you, I am an injury competitor. And I will tell you that after five years of recovery, after five years away from beating your body up in the ring, you are as good as you can as possible to get in there and take bumps again. Like not being in the ring does not make you fragile all of a sudden. I'm sure she's been training. She's been working in the gym. She's been strength training as well. You must, must agree on how close is she to being in condition and how rusty is she in the ring but yeah as admin jackie already brought up uh, edge came back and he didn't fold in his first <laughs> taking his first bump back at royal rumble 2020 so you'll he should be fine you know much my injury because of that it's not like cm punk i mean again again i'm bringing up cm punk i'm bringing up tyson kid i'm bringing up all the people who had to you know Leave yeah, premature, and I'm telling you so, that yeah, but Tyson Kidd never yeah. came back. Punk did, Edge did, Brian did, and I mean, it's mixing yeah, results. Well, when you look at all yeah, those, yeah. Guys. I mean, yeah, okay, you, yeah, you lang yung concern ko. Yeah. I'm just raising a, a valid point. Yeah, here, and, I'm, uh, and I'm telling you that I'm sure uh, hindi lang ako na nakaisip. Yeah, I'm just telling you that again. She's recovered. She's rested. One bump back in the ring is not gonna okay. suddenly break her neck again. Yeah, she's 30 years old, but in terms of the business, medyo old 30 siya because she really started like as a teenager, about the age of 13 or 14 or ho- however. But you know, she did have those five years on the bench. So here's the hoping that her body is as good as it can be. And I'd like to think that just on star power alone, she does bring a lot to the women's division. The big question is how long until Paige goes the route of people like Athena, Ruby Soho, and ev- everyone else who you know joined AEW only to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you know, that's another valid point there yeah. because mm-hmm. we're looking for a transcendent star in the women's division. Is that enough of a jolt for Tony Khan to book the women properly? Uh, My guess is no, but I am pessimistic. Oh, wow. So now you're pessimistic. (laughs) I'm optimistic because like I said... I am pessimistic. What the hell? Anyway, anyway. Like I said before with Sasha, like when you have a get this big, to get your shit together when it comes to booking. So maybe it's a soft maybe. Like uh, I'm really, really hanging on by a thread here and hoping that he does right by them. But if you're here, oh, you got to put on page every week, the same way you put guys like Moxley and Danielson and Jericho every week. So if you do that every week, then you kind of have no choice but to put another women's segment or match in there every week as well. So it's, Time for Tony Khan to put up or shut up here. And I don't know. His credibility is kind of on the line here. He's being pulled in all these different directions. But oh well. All right. We'll see. Uh, we're saying hi to our friend Stevie from the Geeky Ones who's uh, tuned in all the way from Canada. Thanks, bud. All right. Let's stick with AEW for this next one and talk about John Moxley. Congratulations to Mox for being a three-time AEW World Champion. And yeah, I, I, yeah you know, we were speculating na ah, baka magbabakasyon siya. Looks like that's not the case. 
Yeah, I guess not. So I predicted then that Dinosaur might take it because he, I mean, Moxie wants to go on vacation. Uh, but I don't know. I guess the whole setup with MJF, like from the past two weeks, maybe it is headed somewhere. And they're cashing in on that. Like, okay, sure. If that's the idea, then okay. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Moxie as champion. I think he's still the MVP of AEW this year. So I was really fine with either. I guess this was just surprising knowing where he was supposed to go after he lost a few weeks ago. Uh, I want to know how... Again, it's not it's not like me trying to judge here. But I want to know how good his support system is. Because... Burning the candle at both ends as a wrestler and as a family man is it isn't conducive to you know a healthy man a healthy lifestyle kumbaga, especially if you're a recovering alcoholic diba? so parang I don't know how healthy this is a decision for him but then at the same time boy naman yan, so I don't want to judge if he wants to do that but then like if you're after again the wrestler's health and longevity here. If this was really the right choice for AEW, I don't know. If Nagbabaja si MJF and the idea is for MJF to eventually win the world championship from right. Mox or Brian, or in this case, si John Moxley, nga, diba? then I, I don't think it's such a bad thing when, yeah. you, when you take a look at it, as Aaron points out in the comments. Yeah, okay. Like, diba? fair enough. I'm at a point where if MJF cashes in at the, the slimiest opportunity, okay lang sa akin, because Mox is that beloved yeah. at this point. And it's not like I'm clamoring for a Brian world title win only to get cut short by MJF cashing in on him. So I'm actually okay with Mox being, I guess, the, the, the sacrificial babyface champion for MJF. Now that you bring that up, I think someone or Tony Khan is actually pretty cognizant in that. Na isip niya before na Brian was the early the world championship reigns of Brian were undercut by him having to lose it really quickly just to f- feed the heels at the time. So maybe yeah, maybe there is something to that. Na ayon yung papanaluhin si Brian yeah. just for him to lose it again so quickly to yet another heel with yet another uh, um, instant cash in chip, diba? So that's fine. I'm cool with it as well. So MJF. I mean, people want MJF to win. So I guess it's only a bridge from here to there. So, okay, sure, let's go with that. Diba? Gian, to answer your question, I think it is being set up that way based on yung pagkaka-explain ng announcers, based on the way that MJF himself is carrying the chip around. It does look like an anytime, any place type of cash-in. See, Tony Khan has come out on the record and said that MJF could cash in. Because they're, they're avoiding using that terminology as that's WWE's. But he can use his hard-earned championship chat at any um, pay off <laughs> any AEW televised or broadcast event. So there's that. I don't know if that means that um, he can come down at any instant and or demand a championship match. I don't know if it's going to be like gifts of the gods rule rules nah, I know gift of the gods nah, nah, you have to announce a week before or I don't know but he did come out and say that and lay down the rule yeah so there anything else on Mox being a three-time mm. AEW world champion before we go to break no, never mind it was a good match uh, it's my pick of the week so that there there is that Igochino at the very least with however short this title reign of Moxley is we're going to get a lot of fire uh, promos between MJF and Mox. So you're looking forward to those. 
Oh, given na yun. It's probably a month because they have full gear anyway. Because if I were Tony Khan, I just build it up to full gear anyway. Aaron says, "Sana pa tanda na mas maliit na chip." No, that MJF carried the whole chip around like an idiot. Yeah, it's so tacky and hokey, and it's fun. I like it. <laughs> yeah, let him carry the ho- the big heavy thing around like an idiot. Mm. Tama rin si Admin Angelo Malit na nga yung sing-sing eh. Di na nga natin makita Di ba yung dynamite diamond ring So at least yung chip kita natin Kung malaki So tama na yun Alright uh, We'll go to break When we come back We'll talk about CM Punk Chris Jericho And the acclaimed But first here's how you can support the podcast With your online shopping Over on Lazada Alright guys Payday sales coming up By the end of the month So if you are getting anything That you want and need Hashtag Kasi hashtag Nasa Lazada yan All you gotta do Is use our affiliate link While online shopping And it is Podlink.co Slash IAM Podlink.co Slash The letters IAM Type that in your mobile browser At the cart And check out From the app And what you buy Will help us do What we do here in the podcast At no extra cost And now a quick word From our other podcasts On Podcast Network Asia Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking For professionals on LinkedIn You're looking in the wrong place That's like looking For your car keys In a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. Uh, well, shout out to Kumu. Like nobody's commenting just yet. Uh, I'm comment. See, Ethan or Athan two three zero one says hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Please keep smashing those hearts and let everyone know on Kumu that you like the wrestling talk. I just wanted to address CGN's comment here. He asked Kanina, "Is Paige really that over, my dude? Have you seen the comments on her social media?" Like I know not everyone is terminally online like I am, but there's an entire legion of WWE fans who have been clamoring for her to come back since she ha- went away due to injury. And every time looked like she was about to come back when they were teasing mm-hmm. some big whatever, some big signing or some big return, Paige is always in the conversation. So it's kind of a dumb question, sorry, to ask if she is really that over because she really is that over. She's always one of the rare, and we're going to talk about this later on. She's one of the rarities wherein boy pa siya na wrestler, tas ginawa na siya ng scene. So, I mean, that's a good enough example right yeah. there, di ba? Si The Rock pa yung nagproduce ng scene niya. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, I think it's a pretty big get. My buddies din kasi makalimutan because she hasn't been seen in quite some time. <laughs> But I mean, if you if you recall all her accolades and the things that she's accomplished under the age of thirty, then it's pretty impressive. Just, just send right. her Instagram. Like a whole bunch of people, like mil- thousands or hundreds of people, comment on that yeah. on her posts every time. Before we get to your next topic, that then I uh, just want to thank everyone who's tuned in on on Spotify, on Kumu, on the Facebook live stream. If you haven't yet, please go subscribe to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify and leave us a five star rating after you check out an entire episode. All right, let's talk about CM Punk. Uh, just a few hours ago, merong report from Wade Keller, and sabi ni Wade Keller na mukhang hindi na babalik ng AEW si CM Punk. Mukhang buyout ang mangyayare. So kung di kayo familiar, basically a company buys out the contract of the talent or of the player 
and they're paid to go away. That's the most basic explanation for a buyout. They're paid to go away. So what do you guys think? Yeah. Good move? Yeah, uh, it's good. I, I didn't expect Tony, if, if true, if true, I didn't expect Tony Khan to, uh, f- you know, finally turn sour on his biggest biggest acquisition from last year. So if it is true, amazing. Like he really laid down the law here and realized that it was time to cut his losses. It's also possible that Punk also just wants to go away by now. There's also that. But uh, the fact that Tony Khan was willing to let him loose to cut his losses, I got to give him credit for that. It's, uh, it's interesting that he actually put his foot down now after he let the whole thing go uh, get out of hand. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do I remember? Nakita mo yung braso ni Kenny Omega? Pero hindi na kailangan umabot sa ganun eh. Di ba? Like, he could have stopped it. Yeah, he yeah. He could have yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. it. He was right, right uh, there. He could have yeah, stopped that's it. Right. And now, I feel like this is just him doing damage control to borrow a, a stable name. Kasi wala na siya magagawa eh, di ba? He thought... It's like he thought that he was doing a good thing, laying punk off the leash. That's a thing that happened, and then he realizes, "Oh no, I fucked up." So now CM Punk is becoming a scapegoat here, more or less, Like, no, I'm not defending Punk here for his actions and what he said, But then at the same time, Tony Khan is a weak leader. I'm sorry, he had the opportunity to stop yeah, it. Yeah, no, I agree. Did I agree. It, and now this is what he has to do, and it's just a bad look, not just for CM Punk, but for Tony Khan himself. So, uh, ask the audience, Tayo, if you were in AEW or Tony Khan shoes, yeah. what would you do? Would you also buy out CM Punk? Kung totoo nga tong ni report ni Wade Keller. Or how would you handle it differently? Let us know in the comments. Because, you know, basically he said everything we need to say about the situation here on the podcast for the last month at this point. So, yun, may, may dadagdag pa ba tayo? Itong si Leo, he asked, where will Punk go? If I'm Punk, I would just stay retired. Like, I am making money, a bunch of money. Like, I can do movies. Like Chino said before, I can just do horror movies and act and do things that I want. He can write a comic for Marvel, whatever. He can show up in the NHL. I, he, he doesn't have to be in wrestling anymore. And that's a... and. Honestly, that's a beautiful thing. If you don't like wrestling, you don't. He doesn't have to be there anymore. He, he's not like Randy the Ram, where he has to stay glued to wrestling just to make money. Right? So in that regard, Panalosha, he doesn't have to be in a place that he doesn't want at this point. Doesn't quite want him anymore. Yeah, I think it's a great deal to be paid to basically shut up and sit at home. Fuck off, dude. Right? <laughs> To, to fuck off. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you guys have experienced it. I've experienced it and it's not a bad deal. So, you know, uh-huh. it's yeah. not a bad situation. If any of you were laid off and paid a severance package, A plus, A plus, yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad situation at all. All right. Let's move on and talk about Chris Jericho. He is Le Champion once more, eight time world champion after he beat Claudio Castagnoli earlier for the ROH World Championship. Ito na to. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I just want to say it's a pretty big deal for somebody of Jericho's caliber to be a champion for ROH, which while it has its own uh, storied history, also has not been uh, the it hasn't gotten the name brand recognition uh, in quite some time. They've been Sarasella for a while and they got sold, and now they're just slowly rebuilding. So, to have somebody like Chris Jericho, who is essentially an industry legend, 
be the face of your company now is a pretty big deal for for a company that's slowly rebuilding. Yeah, totally unexpected. Pero anytime kasi that Tony Khan puts Chris Jericho as the face of anything, I cannot really argue against the business logic, the business sense of that move. So it tells me that oh, they're finally gearing up to make ROH something again, whether it's a new TV show, whether it's finally them separating the entire brand from AEW Sana, which hopefully is what is going to happen. They're gearing up for something big. Is basically it. You don't put the championship on Chris Jericho and then do nothing with yeah. him. It's like what he did with when AEW first started. Uh, he put he put he, yeah he put the AEW World Championship on Jericho and let the brand ride his coattails. Sobrang wild when you think about it. Because sabi ni Ian Ricaboni on commentary kanina, there have only been thirty people now thirty one who have held the ROH World Championship. People like Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, Nigel McGuinness. Seth Rollins, that long lineage, and then big like Chris Jericho, a wild Chris Jericho among those names. It's so wild. Also, those guys you mentioned were at the very start of their careers, right? If anything, they were transitioning into other brands, other promotions. Chris Jericho, he didn't actually need to be champion this late into his career. He's in his 50s now, but he's... Putting the title on him at this uh, stage of his career is also just very f- surprising. But uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, after all, this was the guy who worked WCW and ECW and New Japan. So I guess we're just so used to the idea of Jericho being such a big WWE guy for most of his career that we forgot that he was in Indies. So... Jericho has become the system, basically. And this is weird. But when you think about it, it isn't far-fetched at, at all. Ito, may tanong sa comments. Si Kevin Owens daw ba naging ROH champion dati? Wait, let, me, let me fact-check this really quickly. Uh, as, right, as far as I know... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah meron. Kevin Steen yeah. was in yeah, 2012. There you go. I think si Sammy was not, as far as I know. Yeah. Right. Yon. All right, let's move on to our next topic, the acclaimed. So they are now the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Ito, uh, something that we felt dapat nag-audible sila nung All Out. But I guess Tony Khan wanted to save the moment for Grand Slam, which is happening in New York. And itong, at least si Anthony Bowen's taga New York. Not sure about Max Caster. But man, they were really, really been over for the last month or two. So well-deserved. I'm not sure it was them saving the moment for New York. I think it was just Tony Khan not knowing how over the acclaimed really were. Yes, he knew they were over to the point that everyone would know. But the all-out match was a test run for them. And then when he found out that, okay, they can carry an entire audience reaction, they're going to do it in the next big event, which is this Grand Slam. So. Yeah, uh, I am scissoring everybody digitally right now. If you're out there, do it with me through your screens. Because I am such a fan of the acclaimed. I have scissors. Yeah, uh, I am such a fan of the acclaimed. I am a fan of Max Castler's rapping. I feel that he is the best wrestling MC out there today. If you don't believe me, go check out his YouTube channel. He actually does actual freestyle. Hindi lang yung disraps na ginanakita nyo on Dynamite and whatnot. So, very good stuff from the acclaim. They're so over, and it's good that they finally get some recognition for it. Yeah, uh, congratulations. So glad everyone ha- uh, got to have their own scissor me daddy ass moment. Don't know where it leads Swerve in our glory, but I guess it'll lead to the eventual Swerve and Keith Lee feud because it's about miscommunication. Yung ane, dahil na nila. 
Yeah, I think they're finally getting there. They did find a nice, uh, a nice foil to finally put that thing in motion, put that story in motion. I agree with Gian actually. Yeah, um, it's good he brought that up because yes, the moment was fun, but naging heelish because Billy Gunn interfered. Like yeah, Billy Gunn doing the famouser was like a nice pop for the crowd, but. It is still kind of cheating because it, it is three on two. So the psychology quite didn't land there. Yeah. Shout out to Fabulous who got booed unnecessarily because he's si swerve sa entrance. I'm sure he's going to Eto ask the audience, do you know Fabulous? <laughs> yeah. My God. Happy throwback Thursday, everyone. When you say no. Okay. No, anyway. I mean like, no, no. I, I want to know like, I, I wonder what your reactions were to seeing this random C-list celebrity on, on Dynamite. Oh, Julian. I mean, if you know your yeah. early 2000s hip-hop and R&B, oh my God. Oh my God. My God. So, uh, yeah, na 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 <laughs> my back. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's cross over to oh. WWE and let's talk about Logan Paul. So yeah, my main event now for WWE Crown Jewel uh, on the first weekend of November. It's going to be Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And they were kind of hinting at it already, no impulsive palang. Pero yung uh, they even staged a press con in Las Vegas to make it official. So what do you guys think about this development? I get why it's happening. Uh, Sorry again, I get why it's happening. But if Logan Paul wins the title, I'm quitting the show. I'm quitting wrestling. I'm stopping. Because <laughs> it's it, 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 You got to draw the line somewhere. And I draw the line at Logan Paul being the face of Do the Do you program. remember, Chino, the last time you made an outrageous proclamation that if something happened, then I would do X? Do you remember on, that? On, on the show? Yes, I don't. I don't know. I say a lot. The, the last time that I, I don't remember the last time. If X like, were to happen, I would Y. The Y was that you would eat feces. Stan, I know you don't get this because you're not a comedian. But when I say <laughs> I eat feces, it means I bomb on stage. I don't literally eat feces, my guy. We all gross one cup. Okay, that is a comedy term, sir. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Julian says he doesn't get the hate for this match. He's actually very excited for this. As far as Tina's saying, he doesn't hate the matchup itself. He just said he hates the possibility of Logan Paul becoming. Oh, I just hate Logan yeah, Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul becoming the face of the WWE. <laughs> we got to trust the dirt sheets here when they say that uh, they're not about to make Roman drop the championship. To just about anyone, even if you have millions of followers on YouTube yeah. and on Twitter, right? So uh, the plan, fortunately for the for us and for this, the plan is still for Roman to um, carry the championship well into next year. So you can rest easy. You mga hindi ano ano yung term for the ano, Logan Paul fans? Is there is there a demonym for that? But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Ro- Fred is right. Roman's retaining. They're here to give us a good match. They're here to give us a big money match for Saudi Arabia. And it's all there is to it. Oh, I'm excited because Logan Paul has proven himself in the ring. Yeah, you Consuelo and, natin eh. Hindi Yeah, yeah. Especially when you are when your matches are scripted tightly to emphasize your strengths. 
which buti na lang maraming strength si Logan Paul, diba? So, it's gonna be fun. And I think they're gonna have a lot of fun doing it and working the crowd. So, that's all there is to it. Ito, sabi ni Admin Jackie yung demo nim pala for Logan Paul's fans, uh, the, the Logang. <laughs> <laughs> So creative. You learn something new every day. <laughs> oh my God. Lolo. 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 Fabulous. Pero alam niyo yung Logan. I mean, it is their generation. No nga. Technically, ibang generation na si Fabulous at si Logan. I'm gonna play the old man Cartier. I didn't need to know that. Honestly. I would live a long and happy life not knowing that. Welcome to 2022. Di ba pwedeng Loganatics or something? <laughs> ano sa Pinoy? No, Loganatics. <laughs> mga kapol, mga ganun. Kalo, kapol. Mga kalogan. Kalogan, kapol. Okay, anyway, uh, we're moving on. Another big announcement took place over the weekend and that was the War Games getting called up to the main roster. So, sabi ni Triple H that it'll be Survivor Series War Games now. The Ringer broke this news over the weekend. It'll be a men's war games match and a women's war games match. And I can't help but feel like it'll be the bloodline against super group of baby faces and I guess damage control and like whatever chuariwap na heel woman na mahatak nila versus a super group of female baby faces. Uh, before any of that, you should put the war games soundbite on your soundboard. Oh, nga, no? <laughs> yeah. Second of all, well, it is as it should be. I think it is about time to let the brand warfare without any stakes go to rest. Personally, I'm not a fan of war games. It does not encapsulate the essence of Survivor Series to me, which was the elimination tag match. Because that is literally the Survivor Series match. That's what the event is named for. And if it only takes one guy to be pinned or submitted, then nobody's really surviving anything. <laughs> you know? But anyway, a lot of people do like war games, so there's that. But should be fun. Bloodline versus a whole bunch of Justice League or the Avengers or whatever you want to call them. At least we're going back to some story-driven big matches now. As Stan was talking about that, as Stan was predicting what the potential matchups were, parang goosebumps din ako. So number one, I called it. Number two, I'm very excited for War Game. It's one of my favorite things to look forward to during the black and gold era of NXT. Mataas din kasi yung stakes niya in such a way that patayan siya kung patayan eh. Like most of the time, when you get a Survivor Series traditional elimination match, it ends up being like four on one, diba? Tapos parang corny na to a certain extent, diba? Kasi upaka na lang nila yung isa eh. Tapos okay na. At least this time, there's a little chaos thrown in the mix uh, with the element of the two rings and the giant cages and whatever else they can throw into that ring. So I appreciate the intensity. Na yun. Um, and it's something that I'm definitely looking forward to because we really are getting the black and gold era in the main roster. It's like a Triple H-S products that can get the main roster because it's like So I don't know. I don't know what else. If you guys in the comment section can think of one Triple H thing that hasn't made it to the main roster, let me know. Because it's so exciting. I'm glad you mentioned that, Chino, because another Triple H innovation from NXT that's getting called up is the fight pit. 
So this was announced naman on Monday Night Raw this past week where at Extreme Rules, Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle will go head-to-head inside the fight pit, which we've only seen about a couple of times in the black and gold era. Yeah, I like the fight pit because they pick the MMA adjacent or MMA guys to work it. So that's pretty cool. So major advantage see Riddle dito because I mean, what does Seth know about the fight pit, right? So uh, um, uh, MMA guy see Riddle, that was Steffer see Seth. So far, much longer. Yeah, but it should be fun. I like the fight pit. It's pretty fun. And I like that they brought it back just for this. Also, I want to call back the War Games match because now we get to see Io Sky call herself Clash again. <laughs> okay. uh, I want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, Io. See, Janelle in the comments said that Extreme Rules is starting to live up to its name again. And you know what? You're right. Because the build of Extreme Rules justify actually yung stipulations. Right? Like Liv and Ronda will be in an extreme rules match. It's actually match number three. And I think at that point in their rivalry, for me, parang justified na na extreme rules match. Tas parang medyo delusional si Liv. There's a bit of irrational confidence na, oh yeah, Ronda, I can take you on in, a, in an extreme rules match. And then you have the fight pit, right? So I actually like the build for extreme rules this year. Yeah. I don't know what else they're going to do in extreme rules, but. Uh... Okay, Triple H is making it make sense, and that's all we can ask for. Alan says, while everyone is excited about war games, he's excited about a possible Lashley Gunther Hoss fight. They're not doing brand warfare anymore, so it's not champion versus champion anymore. Sorry, man. <laughs> Mostly because that's the only champion versus champion matchup you might get. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it anymore, but you know, maybe some other time. Yeah. People are speculating about how they're going to figure out the logistics of the fight pit. I say leave it to the experts. My three weeks to figure it out and I trust them to know what they're doing come Extreme Rules. What if they put up the fight pit backstage? Like, that's Parang entirely possible, underground. Right? Oh my uh, god. And <laughs> then, uh, cinematic like Raw Underground. But I can't believe you just compared it to Raw Underground. <laughs> I mean, that was the main roster equivalent, Chino. What what else could I have pulled? Yeah, no, I mean, get to the one. Night and day, you know. All right, one more thing about Extreme Rules that we got to talk about early on is we're getting it. Bailey versus Bianca Belair. The match from the middle of last year, it's finally happening at Extreme Rules. Wala pang stipulation, but Bailey has been building up to this. And I guess the question is, are we going to see damage control rule the women's division the way Toxic Attraction did? They should. Because if they don't, then what is it all for? Right? It's kind of a little undercooked right now what they're all about. But if you get together and don't dominate, then... So I think it's enough time for Bailey. It's time for Bailey to win the championship again and make things and keep things interesting. I think Bianca has already held the title long enough during this part of her run that it'd be okay for her to drop it to, especially somebody who is as convincing a heel as Bailey. So I'm definitely down for Bailey becoming a champion again. So basically, it's the challenger season of Bianca Belair. So parang last year, right? Natalo siya nung SummerSlam. So the challenger season yeah. by WrestleMania, she's yeah. the champion. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about NXT. And we'll also talk about the Von Erichs biopic that's currently in development. But first, 
Here's how you can support the podcast with your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys. Always a sale happening on Shopee, especially next week when it's time for payday. All you got to do to support the podcast in the process of your online shopping is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Meron pa tayong shoutouts on Kumu? Uh, wala. It's a slow night on Kumu, so thank you na lang for those who are still tuned in. So just keep smashing those hearts. They're coming. Uh, we have like 2,000 likes right now, so thank you. Oscar Magellan is here. He just joined us. Oi. What's up, man? What's up? Better late than never, I always say. So thank you for being here. And just keep letting everyone know on Kumu that, yes, we are almost 50 minutes into our podcast, but it's all good. He sent us yeah. super halo halo, so thank you for that. Again, just let everyone know that you like hearing our wrestling talk right. here on Kumu. Let's talk about NXT and start with Solo Sikoa. So yung kanyang reign as North American champion was all of seven days. The start of NXT, see Shawn Michaels next step up as the on-screen authority figure. Not sure when this happened, but here we are. And there's a new champion that will be crowned at Halloween Havoc. Uh, I was saying that um, this was the first appearance of Shawn Michaels as the on-screen general manager or on-screen authority figure, whatever they want to call it. So it's good that they are finally acknowledging him as the power that be in NXT 3.0. So I guess we really are in a new age of NXT. Anyway, uh, the whole Solo Sokoa thing, um, it seems to be just for the optics of having a blood of the new Bloodline member having a championship as well. So, championship. But it all makes sense. They kind of made it make sense. He did say that he got next. So he did get next. And then the way they stripped him of the championship also made sense. So it was weird, but not with Nila. Yeah, not uh, for me, like not in the, the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And they made him earn the title shot instead of doing like that surprise title match. That was either one drop Nila. I guess medyo short-sighted din yung storytelling. But he did say he got next. So I wouldn't be surprised if during Halloween Havoc siya bigla yung isang competitor doon. I don't think he's... He, he did mention something about having unfinished business in NXT. I don't know what... Hindi, yun na yun. Sabi ni Sean Michaels na sabi mo may unfinished business ka, di ba? Nagawa mo oh. na. Sige, move on ka na. Main roster ka na. Yun na yun. Yeah, he did, he did wish him well in his main roster run. Mm. So I think that was enough of a bow wrap around his NXT career. All right. So it leaves me unsatisfied. So yeah, it is a bit rushed, but I think it also is because of how rushed Solo's call-up was. So 
Yeah, they just tried to do the best they could. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've got five okay. spots for Halloween Havoc. Parang wala pang na qualify, ba? Someone qualified. I know someone qualified this See, episode. Oro, Oro Mensa. Yeah, I think he Oro, defeated yeah. Grayson Waller yeah. for the spot. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oro yeah. Mensa, formerly known as Oliver Carter, who's that's his name. Okay. Yes. From NXT UK. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. Yung, yes, your name change was actually explained this week, and I was actually satisfied with it. So the, NXT, to its credit, has been doing a great job of making it make sense, despite yung, yung mga storyline yeah. plot holes we're finding. Yeah, and Melo, Melo is also qualified for the ladder match by virtue of him losing the championship to someone who was not qualified to challenge. be in the match mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that's two out of five. That's Melo and Oro. All right. Another NXT UK import who has made his presence felt, Ilya Dragunov has entered the chat and unlike Oromensa, he got to keep his shoot name. Si Kuya, Kuya Ilya. Yeah, it was already spoiled last week, but for those who didn't tune in, this is the this is when it happens. So I'm happy. It kind of looks like a dork in this picture, but it does make sense for him to be a part of the championship scene because he did have to relinquish it due to injury. <laughs> I hope that he is all healed now or, you know, it wasn't a real injury in the first place. So it's all good. I do want to see him be the champion now. Like, he is the best that they've got at this point. And I think it's time for Braun to drop it to someone worthy. First of all, I just like that new music he has. It doesn't make him look like... Evil Russian. Uh, <laughs> na lang siya sa vodka. Hindi siya batak, if you know what I mean. Like, it tones him down a bit, but keep that angst still there. So I like it. As far as him walking away with the title, I I've kind of want J.D. McDonough to walk away with it. it he, he just, to me, because of his training and, and his pedigree... Just looks a lot like Balor, and it kind of makes sense for me for him to wa- be champion. Can't sandali lang, kasi he's right there. You know what I mean? He's being groomed in that Balor sort of way for me. Yeah, medun sayangan ako nung cruiserweight champion si JD McDonough, and I do want to see him be a top champion, but not when you have Ilya Dragunov right there. And the reason I picked this photo, by the way, is mawasang mga ngagate. So. <laughs> So I was like, okay, we're going to use this photo of uh, the three of them. Looks like it's going to be a three-way feud heading into Halloween Havoc, which is the next big NXT show. So yeah, if there's anybody who can unseat Braun Breaker, I'm willing to bet it's Ilya Dragunov. So uh, good on him. Yeah, I, I don't want Super Braun. I don't want Super Braun to beat Ilya. I was like, Ilya is already super Russian. So he is the Red Guardian, if yeah. um, may equivalent <laughs> in wrestling. Like he is a fucking super soldier in the WWE. So Braun is not that guy to be beating Ilya Dragunov around. Janelle he says US agent. Uh, Janelle points out the little detail of JD screaming no when Ilya came out. That was pretty fun. Kind of betrayed, kind of betrayed where they were headed with the story. Yeah, yeah, but Ilya beat JD twice in NXT UK, so right. to JD's title aspirations. So there. Last thing we're going to talk about for tonight is the news that came out this week that A24, the same uh, production company that uh, that was behind Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, they are developing a biopic based on the Von Erich family, and according to rumors, Zac Efron is going to be headlining the cast. 
So it'll be Zach Efron, uh, Jeremy Allen White, who was on a show called The Bear, a uh, good show if you guys are looking for something to binge, and another guy. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. But this is coming from A24, and it makes me excited because A24 has not yet missed. Like, Sorry? I mean, they came out with The Northman, The Witch, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Google nyo lang, guys. Ang dami dyan. A lot of, like, The Green Knight. I mean, I can like, spend the next hour naming A24 films. I really like watching. And for this, it's different kasi it's about pro wrestling. So it'll be interesting for me to see a pro wrestling movie that is handled in such a parang indie art house style that A24 is known for. So for me, this is something to look forward to. Again, it is in development. So baka madami pang mangyari. It might fall through. Pero sana hindi. People in the chat, who do you think deserves a biopic from the wrestling industry? Like, it, it, it can be people who've died, like, you know, a lot of the Von Eriks. Or it can be people who are still alive. Diba? We talked about Paige, buhay pa siya, may biopic na siya. So let us know who you think deserves a biopic. And uh-huh. while you do that, let's talk about something that you guys are bringing up in the chat, which is the White Rabbit. So, Ro, what's the TLDR for the White Rabbit conversation? Before that, I wanted to answer the question that we put out. I sorry, sorry. Yeah, I wanted to answer the question that we yeah, put go ahead, out. Bro, okay. uh, I want a biopic, yes, on Eddie Guerrero, yes. Uh, I want a biopic on Eddie Kingston because I think that his life story is I wouldn't say tragic because he didn't matter or anything, but it's really colorful, I would say. And I think a lot of that material is ripe for dramatization. So I want to see how that plays out. And I want to see. Sorry, before that, I want to see. Ano? Wala siyang big climax moment. Uh, so go to the big climax moment yeah. with him. Would be him sorry. signing with AEW. Uh, I want to see a or want to see a biopic of the Macho Man, Randy Savage, particularly because I want his life to be demystified a little bit. Because I'm damning Randy Savage, and they f- kind of forget how Kupal he really is in real life. You know, he's, he's not a nice guy, you guys. So, he, so parang gusto ko lang yeah. magkait biography episode on Randy Savage, which people are, have been trying to get made, but are having a hard time getting clearances for. I think so. Randy Savage would be a good topic for for this. You know, dami sagot in the chat. Yeah, I, I probably agree with Eddie Guerrero as well. I'm trying to find another person of color or wrestler of color na okay gawan ng biopic. Probably Booker T. Just because of his own history of you know having been in jail and then coming back, turning his life around. Maybe someone like R True. I don't know. There. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, no. sorry. Oh, sorry, what what? No, 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 I was just gonna talk about Glendale's suggestion here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's gonna happen because it's sempre true crime. Nobody uh, everyone loves true crime shit. Right? So it's a matter of when. So that biopic, the <laughs> the Benoit biopic, let's put it out there. Siempre, you know, that story is also ripe for dramatization sometime down In the line. darkest ways, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about the White Rabbit before we wrap up here. So, yeah. so there have been discussions on Twitter about this White Rabbit. People have been hearing music then on Raw tied to the White Rabbit. So what are the clues that we know? We know the clue, the music, the song, the white. It's called White Rabbit, but that's what the whole thing is about. 
we had this QR code appear on Raw that people actually took the time to scan. This people saw a random QR code in the background and, and thought, hey, let's scan this and see where it goes. And to be fair, they were rewarded. They were rewarded with an Easter egg of a video of a game of Hangman that spells out, that, that asks a question, who killed the world? And then the answer is, you did. And it's either Bray Wyatt or Karrion Cross, who was the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground, or my personal theory, Paul London, who was the leader of the, the Rabbit Tribe in Lucha Underground. So if, if, if it ends up being <laughs> Paul London... Yeah, the new reaction, guy. Like when Ro first floated the Paul London idea, I was like, "What are you on, dude? Like, like why? Is why is Paul a, London in the conversation in 2022? This is such a this is such a Rowan take. I have to I mean, say, this is like something. This is something oh, he would say. I like Paul London. Paul London. <laughs> hey, Gino, who do you think the White Rabbit is? I really think. Uh. Yeah, I don't know who. It, oh, no, wait, sorry, sorry. One last clue. Um, he is supposed to show up. Yeah, this September twenty three. SmackDown. Nine twenty three. Um, there's a date yeah. that popped up somewhere. Nine twenty three. I, uh, I that's really tomorrow. Think it's yeah. Bray. So we'll find out sooner than later. Like I really think it's Bray Wyatt because all the clues are just pointing to him becoming coming back and the the thing. Uh, rumors and innuendo that circulate about Wyatt being in talks with the WWE to come to make a comeback. Pero puta kung si Paul London lang yan. <laughs> Bakit ganun yung hype niya, first of all? What warrants that hype in 2022? So I really think it's Bray. It would be nice if yeah. it were Bray Wyatt. Ito si Giancarlo sinasabi pa niya 9.23pm on September 23. Wouldn't that be uh, very, very precise, no? Yeah, I guess they could script the show tightly to the point that it could happen. Parang yano, so, debut ni Jericho back in the day. Yeah, so Bray, yeah, possibly. It's weird then that Cross kind of took ownership of it, but uh, I'm guessing that's a red herring because why would you leave clues out for Cross when he's already there and in the middle of another? He's in the middle of another program. Our Roman J, anong version ni Bray yung babalik? Well, yeah. Clearly, it's a different version, no? So maybe it's a version that we've never seen before. I know Wyndham, the guy, likes to let his creative juices flow. So it's never really the same thing that we see from him. This guy was once Husky Harris. He, this guy was once Waylon Mercy. Yeah. Then he became a horror butcher. And maybe he'll be a totally different kind of Bray Wyatt now. I Honestly, the very first time I heard of Bray Wyatt, the character of Bray Wyatt, my brother, who watched NXT way before I did, told me that, hey, you remember that guy, Husky Harris? He's actually a cult leader now. And if you listen to the way that sentence is constructed and you're as uh, cynical as I am, because Husky Harris essentially was a B-list member in the Nexus. But they gave him the opportunity and he ran with it. And the wrestler that we now know as Bray Wyatt has been able to transform throughout his career. Kat Brigian Shanung Mejo Malabong character arc as the fiend, he still made it work. And ang ganda ability to to 
essentially transform a character and make it his own. So whatever this new gimmick is, whether it's a white rabbit or Fiend 2.0, I'm all for it, man. I can't wait. If it really is him, I'm all for it. Diba si Bray Wyatt, I think we last saw him in that storyline with Randy Orton. Not sure if he was burned, like the last specific time we saw him. But I would love it if the White Rabbit was Bray na parang Donnie Darko. Like, yeah. with, with like a burnt rabbit suit or whatever. That would be cool. Like a, a rabbit mask na, your evil bunny mask, yeah. Yes, from, from Donnie Darko. Yeah. So, uh, look that one up, fellow kids. Okay. Th- that's really it. Uh, kasabayan ni Fabulous. <laughs> oh, kasabayan ni Fabulous. All right, that's going to do it for the White Rabbit Talk. Time for us to get to our picks of the week. People in the chat, you know what to do. I'm going to start off with mine, and I'll pick the opening match from Raw this week. Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. Championship. Great TV match. Really love how Lashley is anchoring Raw with the United States Championship matches. And there was a moment that I actually thought Seth would win. So really appreciated what they put out there. Uh, my pick goes... Right. Uh, sorry. Okay. Let's get going on, I already said it at the top of the show. So my pick of the week was Brian Danielson versus John Moxley from Dynamite today. Good match. Siyempre, kind of went overtime, but deserved naman kasi it was a big main event for a vacant AEW World Championship on TV. And they pulled out all the stops. Great stuff. Great stuff. If you haven't seen it yet, please do. The entire show today of Dynamite Grand Slam. Really good stuff. Step up and in. You know, them cleaning up after the messy and punk me. Uh, my pick of the week goes out to Raw and Kevin Owens versus uh, Austin Theory. Uh, just simply because it reminded me a lot of KO during his NXT run. I mean, the cannonball shawlet, the pop-up powerbomb shawlet. It just brought me back, man. So I really love see, being able to see him uh, in his previous incarnation. Yeah, uh, to be fair, he's been like that now for quite some time. Yung, eh, like the, the old moveset, he's been yeah. for, for a while. All right, let's get to the chat. Julian picks the Logan Paul Roman Reigns press con and the Acclaimed title win and Soraya debuting in AEW. Leo picks the Acclaimed. Lashley versus Rollins. Lashley particularly countering the stomp. John Christopher picks Soraya. Neil picks the acclaimed. Admin Angelo also picks KO versus Austin Theory. Uh, Janelle picks the Fatal Four Way number one contenders match on SmackDown. And KO versus Theory. Tyler Bate versus JD. Uh, Wilson picked Seth versus Lashley. Roman J picks the Fatal Four Way from SmackDown as well. And the acclaimed winning the championships. Ito si Glendale, a Fatal Four Way match from SmackDown. Lashley Rollins. The Joe Henry vignette on Impact and Saraya's debut. Giancarlo picks Dominic getting booed all the way in San Jose. And the Fatal 4-Way tag match. Fred picks Rollins, <laughs> Lashley, JD versus Tyler Bate, Mox versus Brian, and the White Rabbit teasers. Aaron picks MJF on Raslin, but in AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. And the shit posting for the Anawai family and Sami Zayn getting edited in them. See, uh, that, that's good. That's really good stuff. Shout out to Bleacher Report's wrestling page. Sila yung una kong nakita ng nagpost ng ganun. So, uh, A-plus for, for their social media team. Ina picks Mox versus Brian, Saraya, NJPW Burning Spirit. Lots of stuff happening over there. Yan, sa Kumu, meron ba ano? Picks of the Week? Yes, actually meron. Bigla kayo nabuhay. Wow. Jay Villalon picks Jericho. Good pick there. Rigor Max 26 says his pick of the week is also Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. Scamageddon is picking Brawling Brutes versus Street Profits from Raw. 
and the second match of Nathan Fraser's versus Axiom's best of three series. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good shit. Yeah, good shit. Did you? Thank you so much to everybody who put in your picks of the week. Dito sa live stream on Facebook and on Kumu. All right, Chino. Anything happening on your neck of the woods that we should check out? Yes. Okay. So few things. I started recording podcast episodes again. First episode out with Rib Atadero, who is a theater actor oh, nice. and I guess TikTok historian. Is that's what his content is. So we're gonna mm. we're going to talk next week and be out soon. Also, we have a stand up show happening with myself, Woman Reyes, Janine Cobilias, Jeannie Lakai, Alexa Tabafunda, Andrew Bernardo, and Durf Brado, all happening this Saturday, September 24, Wicked Dogs, Uptown Parade, BGC, tickets at 400 pesos. You can just show up. We'll have a seat for you. Or you can hit me up for all the things that I'm up to, linktr.ee slash chino. Right, bro. Right, guys, uh, if you were not able to watch MWF Road to Fate 2022 uh, a couple of Sundays ago, you can now catch the parts of it happening on uh, on our on MWF's gank profile. It just all you got to do is go to manilawrestling.com to get to the gank page and subscribe for ten dollars uh, a month. Uh, you get uh, access to all the previous Action Novella TV episodes and all upcoming episodes as well. And you also could get a chance to be part of the audience having live tapings when they happen again soon. So if you want to support local wrestling, please, please do. If you can, I know times are getting tough right now, but if you got the money to spare and you want to see the local scene flourish, please do. Again, it is manilawrestling.com for only $10. And also if you're on TikTok, if uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, before that, Admin Jackie also brought up uh, our good friend, Mr. Philippine Wrestling, Jake De Leon's Escuela De Leon. That's now what it's really called. He is training people of all ages and skill levels wrestling, whether you want to get into the wrestling business here in the Philippines or you just want something different for your fitness regimen. All you got to do is sign up at bit.ly, bit.ly slash Escuela De Leon. The, the sessions are $7.50 a pop. Kind of pricey, but definitely worth it. You'll be trained by the literal best in the country, and you won't regret it at all. Who knows? You might. Yeah, train when you can. Yeah. Uh, by batch. Uh, it's train when your schedule allows. I was yeah. actually there on Saturday, and it's such an inclusive and warm environment. Very fun space to be a part of. So yun tipong environment na kahit newcomer ka, kahit wala kang kilala in the industry, in the community, you'll actually feel safe enough to want to be part of it. JDL also has this Facebook group for all the students where you guys can like share tips and whatever and coordinate. So it's something I would highly recommend because I actually got to see it live in person on Saturday. Yeah, there's still time to sign up for this Saturday's session. It's 5 to 7 p.m. at Origins Athletics. I will be there as well. So if you want to come hang out and train and say hey, definitely free and also lastly if you are on tiktok and you still have not followed us yet even though you can get all our content on our social media accounts please do at wrestling 2x pod we're trying to get to 10,000 we're almost there we just hit 97 9700 as the americans say so by october we should be there so please help us all right as we get out of here, we got to say thanks to our PNA team for all of the help that they do behind the scenes. And thank you to everyone who caught the live stream on Kumu, on Facebook, or those of you 
who caught the audio-only version over on Spotify. We'll catch you again next week. We'll see if we can put out an audio-only episode. Of course, we have our weekly live stream happening Thursday, 7pm here on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media individually. It is at Chino Supersized, at Rowis War, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stancy. And on behalf of Ro Moran and Chino Liao, my name is Stancy saying thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Please keep your masks on even when you're outdoors and get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.